0: Welcome today, let Pastor Tim Karskand here, Christian Sinister Report, podcast. We started a, a new year, and and we're preparing you for, song, for the coming year. We really want to start today about how the Lord spoke through the natural, the let shaking faith, faith has already begun. Are we prepared? Where's our hope? Where's our trust? And how to walk it out. would hold us tight, and that's what we need. We need the, the, the everlasting love of the arms of the Father around us to hold us tight, just like if you were in a storm as a little child and your parent would hold you. That's what our Father's doing for us this hour. Well, welcome. It's Wednesday, the third day of January 2024, a special day for us. We are starting a ministry in our community. For you guys that are not part of Shreveport Bossier, that's I understand this doesn't really affect you other than we could use your prayer. We're branching out and starting a business uh, called Overflow Coffee. It's a a shop uh, that we built within our our building for the community, not just for us at our little ministry there uh, where people can have coffee before service and all, which a lot of churches do. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong. Anything that creates fellowship and community is good. Um, we're not trying to be trendy. A matter of fact, we're way behind the trend. This started a long time ago, uh, and I didn't get the idea from other churches. I got this idea. I had a vision, and I saw the community coming to our property, our campus. We have an unusual campus. We're not easily seen and kind of got to find us. We're in the woods, and we're hidden. It's kind of a picture of our ministry anyway. But I had a dream that, that a bridge was built to our property from the city, and I knew it meant we got to invite people from the community onto our campus and then have a platform, a place for community. And so this is the today, uh, the third is our quote official launching time. And uh, I don't know what time of day you're listening to this, but this evening um, we'll be doing a commissioning of the, the shop and sharing the vision and asking God's favor upon uh, what we're trying to do. Uh, we'll have all sorts of events there. We have a unique um, place because if you've been to our ministry or seen it, uh, we have uh, where the coffee shop will be. It's, it's got its own space, but there's a wall there that we can open up. It's a temporary wall that uh, you can partition and open and it has a little small auditorium And so we can make it larger and we can have events uh, such as we're going to have worship nights, uh, dream interpretation nights, healing nights, uh, art nights, dance, things like that, where we'll invite the community and and share what that vision is, but also give people platform opportunity to share what the Lord's doing in their lives and then let the community see, look, God speaks in different ways. And he loves the creatives. He loves all those different ways of doing things. And so, we're gonna we're gonna do that. And uh, so, pray for us. This is our launch date. We're looking forward to it. And then next week, we'll open a regular schedule uh, uh, during the day so that people can come and have coffee and fellowship. If you live in our region, come, uh, have lunch uh, Not lunch, but invite your friends. If you want to meet somebody, just have a conversation. We've got private little cubby holes where you can sit and talk to people privately. And, uh, or if you just want to hang out, we'd love to have you. Okay. Uh, pray for its success. Thank you. Well, uh, I didn't mean to take that long. Let me, let me build on where we are. We are at a place where God told us to raise, rouse the the warriors, the mighty men, which obviously, ladies, that's you as well. Um, we We have this shaking that I believe God has already started. I think the earthquake that hit Japan on New Year's Day, I think it was a seven point six on the Richter scale there caused a tsunami by this day. I'm not sure what all the damage is going to be uh, because it was still evolving. Uh, as it's evolving, as it goes, because you don't know what tsunamis do. But it was just, to me, a sign that uh, the shaking has begun. And it wasn't over devastating, but it was enough to say, wake up. And uh, if you were sleeping during an earthquake, you would probably wake up (laughs) out of bed and do that. And I just know that the Lord was just tapping the world and saying, okay, here we go. And um, when you look at like that area, especially the Japan-Asian area, that's for us. It's huge because God has already told us to birth the ministry. If you watch our Friday live streams on our platforms, my son Jacob and his wife, Sachio, do a live stream for us every Friday at noon Central Time. And we share a perspective from Asia and what God's doing there because that is the next wave for us. I believe for the Lord too, you're going to see that Chuck Pierce prophesied that China will eventually become the center of Christianity uh in the world uh as the things happened, well, you can say, how can that be where they are right now? If you watch Chris Reed's prophetic word last year, some of it last year, he shared where he saw the 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 Prime minister of China fall, and uh, there was a begin to be a revolution in China. Uh, most believe that the, the 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 plague, the China virus, we call it, <laughs> uh, was a uh, partly a planned issue to stop a revolution that was very close to happening in China anyway. And uh, but that's you know, that's conjecture. There are people that believe that. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, so we we see. That this movement, and and the reason is, it's called God's Tsunami, if you ever read the book by Peter Sukahara, a friend of ours, and uh, where God showed him how the gospel has moved, the gospel of the kingdom, and that Asia will be this season, and then all the way to the Middle East, and finally Israel, the first shall be last. So this is the hour we're in. So this is why that area is so, the shakings there is important, because and, and working in Japan when we went and ministered there and my son ministers and we talk a lot about it is that their faith is in their ingenuity and in their own human ability. So I don't know of a nation in the world that is probably more prepared for earthquakes and they need to be because they're the most seismic nation, I think in the, in the world than them. So when the earthquake comes, they're trusting that they're engineers, they're scientists, they're all, have done their jobs properly and so that their houses will survive and everything. So, well, you can't survive a tsunami uh, because a tsunami comes and wipes out. We saw them in, in Fukushima a couple of years ago when that, that went there. It doesn't matter what you build. When <laughs> the water comes, it destroys everything. And uh, that's the word. It's the power of the word. The word doesn't matter. It doesn't care what man has built. The word is superior to everything that man builds in its own self. And so I think God wants to shake that. If you look at Japan, what's it represent? It represents that and uh, not serving the Lord with their whole heart. So God is shaking that right now in the world. And you have to look at these events that are happening, the wars that we're talking about, that they are there for the purpose of drawing everybody to the Lord. When you read through the Old Testament, I always uh, fascinated with that as I read through the Old Testament, uh, whatever happens, whatever difficult things, or judgment or famine or events in the scripture, it, it says that the, the Lord said that he was trying to show them that he alone was God. And here we are 6000 years and man is still trying to find another god when there is only one. <laughs> And that is what this war is about. That's what this engagement season is about. It's about advancing the kingdom and letting the world know that he alone is God. Israel, uh, you know, has trusted its own self, its own flesh, its own brilliance, its own intellect. And right now, in their war with, with, uh, with Hamas, it's, it's, let's pray. Angels are showing up. We played some of those on these podcasts. God is turning their hearts of Jews to the Lord, uh, Arabs to the Lord. God is doing what he does in crisis is he turns men's hearts to him. And so when this is the year of engagement, the year of war, what is God trying to do? One, he's trying to, to do that, draw all men to him if Christ be lifted up. But he's also trying to get us to be a part of the harvest. And that's that Joel 3 I started reading yesterday. It says, Proclaim among the nations, prepare a war. Prepare a war. How about that? Rouse the mighty men. Let all the soldiers draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and pruning hooks into spears. And I taught on that months ago. I don't want to go into that. About whatever is in your hand, turn it into a weapon. Whatever it takes, if you... If you got in your hand two hours a week of freedom, then why not make that a wartime for you? Pray those two hours. You understand? Whatever you have uh, to do that with. It says, let the weak say, I am a mighty man. And I want to just prophetically release that to you. this. Is your engagement, your war, we're in war anyway. You might as well say, Lord, make me a mighty man. I am a mighty man. And even if you're, you're weary, you're tired, as I shared yesterday, I was listening to some some audio uh, tapes of people on the streets after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And they interviewed some former World War I veterans who fought in 1917-18. This is 1941, so quite a few years later, they would have been older, obviously. Some of them 50s, 60s, whatever, or maybe late 40s depending on when they went to the war but uh they asked them you know what do you think and and they many of them said well if i have to go i'll go you know i'm thinking wow you survived a world war in europe one of the worst wars of all time world war one was the the attrition rate of people dying was unbelievable and then here they are saying no i'll fight again And that's what the kind of, that's kind of warriors we need right now. And maybe they're older, but they say, I'm weak. they're saying in a sense, um, I am a mighty man. I want you to say that right now. And I understand it's uh, when we talk about genders here, we're talking about people of God. And I want you to say that right now. doesn't matter where you are. I am a mighty man. Even if I'm weak, I'm a mighty man. I'm a mighty warrior. Ladies, you say that I'm a mighty woman of God. I'm a mighty warrior right now, and I want to be engaged in this battle for my family, for my city, for my nation, and most importantly, for the kingdom of God. I am mighty. Just make that declaration right now. The Word tells you to do it, so you can make that declaration with full confidence you're not being arrogant, that you're walking in the supply of strength that comes only from the Lord, for the Lord is my strength. The joy of it is what gives me that strength, and I need the joy to rebuild what God's told us to rebuild in the earth and to call forth his purposes. Okay, I'm fired up about that, because I think if we get everybody declaring that, then we're going to have a group of mighty people who are going to say we can do this with God's strength. We can overcome the enemy and everything that's going on around us. And I love how the passage goes on. It it tells us to hasten and come. So there's a a pressing of timing. But then it, it says the prayer here, bring down, O Lord, your mighty ones. Now, I, I, that can go a lot of different ways in translation, but I just wanted to make a declaration that God would bring the mighty ones from the kingdom, but also heaven, that we would join together and be one. And then this is why I think we're going to war. In verse 13, it says, put in the sickle for the harvest is ripe. Now I realize this was a word for war, physical war here. But I think it's a spiritual war as well. It goes on to say multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. And that's where we are. Um, And we must declare. That's why I go back to the the rebuilding of the house of, um, the prayer house of David to Tabernacle, which is all the way back to Acts 15. Uh, I mean, and going back to this Joel passage as well. but. In that day, he says, you will know that I am the Lord your God, dwelling in Zion from my holy mountain. So Jerusalem shall be, will be holy and strangers will pass through it no more. Now, this is a a warning that that God wants to bring change in the earth. And he wants us to be a part of it as worshipers. And that we war from a heavenly perspective that Zion mountain. The mountain of God would have its place in the earth, and the enemy would not tread upon it anymore. Father, I pray for everybody right here that's listening. The mighty ones I call forth. That we say we are not weak. We are strong in you. In the name of Yeshua, I declare what today. Amen. And amen. All right, join us tomorrow. We'll close this out before our Shabbat Shalom you. podcast. Well, thank you for listening to our daily podcast. As we start a new year, remind you again of all that we have available on our website, ChristianCenterStreetPort.com, or our app, which is our better application. You can find out everything. Go to your tablet, your phone, whatever, download Christian Center Shreveport. Find all that we're doing. There's so many things on there media. You can give, you can have prayer. You can see all our upcoming events, be involved with their online ministry, everything that we're doing. So check us out this year. We look forward to walking with you all year long. God bless you. Have a good day.